0: The following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports. <clears throat>
1: 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ Radio presents Tuesday Night High School Basketball. Welcome to the countdown to tip-off of tonight's game. Let's go courtside for the preview of tonight's game on 97.5 Glory FM.
2: Good night, everyone. Welcome once again to High School Basketball. Happy New Year, along with Joe Gailey and producer Nathan Laddie, Mike Warford will be here from Lincoln Trail Court at North Hall High School to we get ready for our first broadcast of 2024 We bring you high school basketball every Tuesday and Friday. Tonight, we're starting things off with a great matchup. It's a rematch in the boys' game of the semifinals of the Lanierland Tournament as Cherokee Bluff boys won their first ever championship. Looking forward to a great girls' matchup between Cassie Scott and her Lady Bears of Cherokee Bluff and Eric Herrick and his North Hall girls' I think it'll be a great doubleheader too.
3: Do. I think it will be. If you look at the region standings, Mike, both of them are right up there. All four teams are right up there near the top. You've got a North Hall team that's that, in both the girls' game, both teams are ranked number ten. Uh, North Hall's number ten. The Lady Bears are number six. Uh, they are eleven and two and three and zero oh in the region. North Hall's ten and four and two and one in the region. So it ought to be an excellent matchup in the first game, and it's really going to come down to, to the X's and O's in this one. Who can who can um, uh, really? figure out the defense, um, can go to the basket, can shoot the three well, all, all that stuff combined that I really think is going to be an extra and those game between Cassie Scott and Eric Herrick tonight.
2: In the Lanierland Tournament, both teams lost to the eventual champion Lakeview Academy.
3: Mm-hmm. They did, and Lakeview's got a good team. There's no doubt about it. They've had some transfers in. Um, the coach down there, Coach Huffman, is doing a really good job. I mean, he, he demands a lot. When you, when you watch him coach, you can tell that he demands a lot of his girls and, and he does, and he gets that out of them. But he's, he's had two or three girls transfer in, and uh, they've added a lot to the program. And uh, they're, they're a good team this year, you know, as, as we saw this past week winning their first ever Lunair Land. You know, North Hall, you know, they, they, they were bit by, the, as we've seen this year already, by the snake, snake bit of not being able to shoot the basketball. Um, they couldn't shoot the three very well the other night. And uh, what happened there is, is a lot of that had to do with Lakeview's defense. Maybe his defense was a man-to-man full court for the majority of the night. They uh, did play. They did play uh, a full court zone at one time. They uh, North Hall was able to beat it. Then he went back to a man-to-man, and it made it tough on North Hall because North Hall's ball handlers were down to one or two people, basically being able to get the ball up the court, and that hurt them.
2: As we start 2024, six weeks left to the regular season. That's hard to believe, isn't it? And with that, every game. Counts in the subregion. That's very important, Joe. Well, you,
3: I mean, you you said it, six weeks left. We just started yesterday, right? I mean, exactly. <laughs> and uh, and you know, six weeks, every every game here on out, uh, other than maybe one for each team, that's a non everything's region at this point. And and you've got to come out ready to play and be on your A game, as they say, every night. Of the rest of the season, both home and away, you know these three, these two teams have not played at all, so they've got this game, this matchup and won at Cherokee Bluff, which I think we have later this we year. We do, and then the boys, of course, played the other night. North Hall won that one, and they've got this game tonight, which, you know, from a from a spectator standpoint, is pretty cool because you got a a, a pretty uh, uh, two pretty good teams coming up against each other, but I hate to almost play back-to-back these. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, but they'll play tonight, and they'll play again next week. So, um, you know, Northall's got to defend the home court. We say that a lot in our, in our business up here. They've got to defend the home court, and tonight is a, is a good place to do it here on January the 2nd. Oh, by the way, Happy New Year to you and Nathan and our glory listening audience.
2: Absolutely. We wish everyone a happy new year. Looking forward to bringing you a lot of local sports here on 97.5 Glory FM in 2024. Coming up next, we count down to tip-off. Live from North we're back in two minutes here on 97.5 Glory FM.
4: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable.
0: To learn more, you may visit NGPG.org slash black and blue.
5: It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you, too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years.
6: Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770 297 530
2: and we're back here. Um, High School getting ready for the tip off tonight's nice girls matchup. And Joe this one, if you start scouting what happens in this ball game, okay, does Northall go for the three ball tonight or do they try to go inside and you know the quickness of Coach Scott's team?
3: Well, I think you try to go inside. That that's what I'm gonna try and do first, to try to possibly try to get uh, the Lady Bears in foul trouble, if possible. But uh, I'm gonna go. I'm, you and I are both of the of old school. You go inside. We're an inside-out team. You know, unless you've got that person that can hit. You know, eight out of ten threes all the time. You know, and that's that's very, very, very uncommon. But uh, I'm gonna go inside first and see what I can do. Zara Goss. Uh, Zara's been playing very good lately. She had two good games at the uh, Lanierland, and uh, I think she can. She can hold her own. Sally Davidson came on. You got Martha and uh, Athena. Uh, they speak for themselves. Uh, Carly Bowen's handling the floor duties. Genesis can play inside. If she can get open, she can clean up a, a second-chance basket. I would go inside first and then try to, if they collapse on them, kick it out to Athena or Carly because, and Braylon because the three of them can sit to three. And the
2: big thing is, can you shut down Athena? If you do... Then what's going to happen to North Hall? On the other hand, there's not really a go-to girl with the bluff because they have anybody who could score.
3: Well, exactly, and you know, De- uh, De- uh, Carson Demars with the bluff is the only one you don't see score a lot. She's more of the floor general and kind of that extra cog in the wheel, if mm-hmm. you say Claire Carlson, Emma Reynolds doesn't score a lot, but Kirsch, Caitlin Cook both play a big role in there and can score. Um, Alder Green comes in and scores some, and so you know, looking back at my stats today, of course, the last time we had them was against the East Hall, and everybody played that night. But those first five, if they get in the rhythm and start scoring, and you don't see them, see them shoot a lot of threes, because Caitlin Cook is going to take it to the the hole every time she has an opportunity to. She'll pull up and shoot a, a mid-range jumper, but you'll see uh, Bristol, you'll see Emma and Claire shoot the three all night. If it's open, uh, and I'm going to be interested to see, would Northall Bear pack it back in a 2-3 zone uh, or go to a 1-3-1 possibly? Um, I think you'd have to keep three on the low blocking and not a one-three-one because somebody misses assignment. There's going to be a second-champ basket for Cherokee Bluff pretty quick.
2: Cook was named to the all tournament team at Lanierland. You know mm-hmm. what kind of job Caitlin can do, and even as that leader, I think that's what's one yep. of the things she does on the court. You know, Miss Northall, you and I could go back. They, you know, you can use a one-three-one defense and make it a sag into a two-three very easy mm-hmm. with those girls on the outside coming down and then the point guard coming down also to help out. But you've got to have a lot of movement defensively. We're talking about movement on the offensive end. You've got to have movement on the defensive end to stop a team like Cherokee block. Well, and
3: you, you just have to react against a team like that. You can't think, okay, here I am at the point. I've got to move here if the ball goes there. you just got to react. And uh, so much of basketball now is reaction time and not just, okay, I've got to move here, I've got to move there, that kind of thing. You know, you used to in the old 2-3 zone, you knew this is where I'm at, uh-huh. and I'm from, I'm from six feet this way and six feet this way from this point. You knew where your zone was, all right. The one-three-one. Now that point person's got a lot of ground to cover out there. Of course, the kids are a lot quicker than they used to be, too. Um, but uh, and then the wing players really have to get out there and pressure the uh, on-ball defense, if you will. And uh, so it's, it might come down to the, to the like I mentioned earlier, a chess match between the two head coaches. Oh,
2: absolutely. And we saw in the Lanierland tournament in the boys. One of the boys' games, you can put a one-three-one out there and spread it way out top. Oh yeah. And what yeah. right for North. Carolina, If the bluff were to try to force Northall outside the the three-point arc, and you can go ahead, who's going to be the ones going to go against Athena? Because, again, if you can corral her down, you know, she had a great game against Chessity in the semifinal game after they were blown out in the game you and I did a few weeks ago. They lost for 30 points where they shut her down. And then the the Nile throws Thursday they couldn't shut her down. same thing you see who's going to be the – well, the Bluffs' responsibility to go one-on-one with Athena tonight.
3: Well, and that might be a big key right there in watching Athena and then Martha when she comes in as far as one-on-one situations, uh-huh. making sure they stay out of foul trouble like we mentioned up in the other night, even in Lanierland, they got in foul trouble. And that, that hurts any team. But when your top players, uh, your number one, two, and three players get in foul trouble early, and that put a coach, puts a coach and a team kind of at a disadvantage because now they're thinking, okay, now who do I put in here to do this for us, you know? it
2: was neat, too. You look at Cassie Scott. So many times when a coach leaves, you lead the cover bear. Yeah. When Lindsey Palmer, when she left, I got go her home days here at North Hall. Lindsay Justice, former head coach at the Bluff, she started the program there at Cherokee Bluff. And she left to get a job in the central office, and she works a lot at Cherokee Bluff with the special ed students. And here Cassie also works with special ed. You got to love them for doing that, first off, what they do. Yep. But then she's been able to take a team here. Again, eleven and two—that's special to take place in your first year.
3: Well, your first year, you got some talent, and uh, you know that—that's going to. And I was—I was adding up here before we went on the air, Mike, and looking at their numbers. You, they've got six seniors, a junior, four sophomores, and three freshmen on their team. Uh-huh. They will, they will start uh, one senior. They start uh, a freshman. No, two seniors. Excuse me, a junior, a sophomore, and uh, a freshman. So uh, three seniors, I apologize. Uh, and then North Hall's got four seniors, five juniors, three sophomores and two freshmen. So they're a little bit more diverse there. So she's got to make it happen this year with those six senior laden with six uh, seniors on this uh, Lady Bears team.
2: And we saw one friend that came by a little while ago, and there's like a, one person that's unsung that you – we heard in the Lanier Land tournament. Watched her play was Hallie Wilson oh, yeah. and the job she mm-hmm. did and her grandfather Bill Thompson, the former coach at Johnson back in mm-hmm. the day and a former administrator here in the local area. Seeing how that young girl has progressed and her dad
3: and dad are both football guys. Uh, Matt played a little basketball coming up too, and uh, Hallie's really playing well. And Hallie's one of those that that probably wasn't going to play, and a lot of her friends were like, Hey, you need to play, you need to play, and she came in and started playing. Uh, as an eighth grader last year at the middle school, and she just progressed up. And here she is as a sophomore this year, and, you know, she's starting. Well, she, well she's playing tonight. She's not starting, right. but she has played, and she's filled a vital role. She's got to give them some size, big blocks the other night. So uh, she's a player.
2: And we us talk about matchups again. I think that's what to be the fun part of this ballgame, how the matchups are going to be, especially when we start things off tonight.
3: Yeah, I think the matchups will be very important as they count on down here under a minute for us to uh, see how – what they do, how the coaches do, swapping around defensively, offensively on the matchups tonight for sure.
2: I'll tell we'll do. We'll be back with a play-by-play of tonight's girls game between Cherokee Bluff and North Hall here on 97.5 Glory FM. was a countdown
0: to tip off. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville-Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville-Gainesville.
7: This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the State Legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the State Legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins.
5: The landscape of North Georgia continues to change. And when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the hall and surrounding counties for 25 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's homes, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online to McCallProperties.com.
8: Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call, and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819.
1: Broadcasting the excitement of local high school basketball, 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ presents Tuesday Night Basketball. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Riverside Pharmacy, Siphon Logistics, North Hall Tire and Wheel, Representative Lee Hawkins, Millie's Drapery and Decorating, Chris McCall Realty, and by Chick-fil-A, it's time for the tip-off of Tuesday Night Basketball on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ.
2: And we're getting ready for the tip-off of tonight's game. Time now for the starting lineups. Here's Joe Gailey.
3: Thank you, Mike. Get the picture, folks. you got Cherokee Bluff in purple with the gray trim. Gray numbers outlined in white. They're number six in the state in 3A, 11 and 2 and 3 and 0. Cassie Scott starters. Tonight will be senior, number one, Carson DeMars. A sophomore, number three, Claire Carlson. A senior, number five, Emma Reynolds. A freshman, number 13, Bristol Kirsch; And a senior, number 20, Caitlin Cook. And for the number 10 in, in uh, class 4A, I said 3A, so I said 4A, North Hall Ladies Trojans, Eric Eric Steve, 10 and 4 and 2 and 1 in the sub-region, all in white with the green trimmed in black. They'll start a senior, number five, Carly Bowen. A junior, number 10, Genesis Satterfield a senior, number 11, Braylon McCall, a senior, number 15, Athena Voxovanos, and a freshman, number 33, Zara Goss. Those are your starters for both teams. And officials for tonight's game, Kenny Austin, Antonio Brown, and Stacy Allen as assigned by the Georgia Mountain Officials Association. North Hall will be going left to right as you look at your radio dial here in the first half. Cherokee Bluff just the opposite, right to left. they changed the horn here mike i kept hearing that doo, uh-huh. and that's the horn now it's not a buzzer sound i think the, the buzzer was a low sound last time we were here if i remember so i, I know they had the the, the the catwalk or the crane to lift them up so then i've been changing that out this week getting it ready because i know that uh our ad sam was here earlier and he was trying to get some stuff and he well, it's was different, no doubt about that. Oh yeah, it's
2: difficult yeah. to know the countdown. I'm used yeah. to the old Tommy sound. It was exactly. not there.
3: Uh, a loud, uh, uh, a buzzer type sound. Uh-huh. Exactly. And now you got a bomb. Thank you. Yep. All right, Kenny Austin will throw it up in the middle. You've got Emma Reynolds against Genesis Satterfield, and Clara Carlson will come away with it. Down in the corner, to Demars. Demars up top to Cook. Cook going to take it, give it back over to Demars. Rim for the layup, no good. Rebounding by Cook. Going to be bounced around in there. She kicks it back out. That's going to be uh, Bristol-Kirsch. She dribbles down the baseline, throws up the shot. It's going to be traveling call on Carson DeMars on the lower block. First possession, first turnover of the game for Cherokee Bluff. North Hall, and they are pressing 1-2-2 press by It's oh, off the fingertips of number five in Reynolds on the long baseball pass by Carly Bowen trying to get it down low to Zara. Gauss, and it was off the fingertips of the defender. It'll be North Hall's basketball. They got it in the corner. Carly Bowen inbounds from Braylon McCall. They go back to Braylon. They're doing a 2-3 zone, as we talked about, Mike. is It's kind of a matchup zone, but it is a high 2-3 is what they're doing on on defense for the Lady Bears. They come on this side to Bowen. Bowen thought about it. She's on the right and tipped away by the Bears. They're going to come the other direction. Kersh is going to take it all the way. The basket layup is good rolled off she used all the rim and it went in two nothing lead for the lady bears mccall over to that bowen back to mccall now she throws it in the middle of the ciderfield over to athena athena's going to drive to the sideline go up for the shot no good rebounded by reynolds reynolds gives it over to carlson carlson will bring it up kicks it over to kirsch kirsch over in there to demar's demar's layup good four nothing lead now and beat him back twice now. They'll go the other direction. North Hall, Bowen over to McCall. McCall stops, gives it back over to Bowen on this near side. Bowen tried to go cross court. It's stolen by DeMars. DeMars comes all the way down. She's stolen right back by Bowen. Bowen will bring it up herself all the way down. Bounce pass up to Satterfield. Over to Goss for two. Nice job by Genesis to know that Zara was there on her right pass over to her and got the pass 4-2. Lady Bears with the early lead, 6-17 here in the first quarter. Caitlin Cook with a basketball. Cook on almost the top of the key. She goes, dribbles towards the top, spin move in the middle, kicks it out to Reynolds for three. Reynolds missed a shot. Goss gets the rebound. Goss tries to square around. She does. Gets it to McCall. McCall gives it back to Bowen as the Lady Bears retreat on defense. Going to corner to Athena. Athena thought about a three. They cover up in a hurry, and they're going to call a step on the baseline or sideline right there. She was double teamed. Good job by Reynolds and Cook, to double teamer. And Athena stepped on the sideline out of bounds. Lady Bears with the basketball.
2: You don't see how important defense is going to be in this oh, one. Oh, yeah.
3: As soon as, and as soon as they're keying on Athena, as soon as she gets it, they're double, doubling her up if they can. Uh huh. Demars over to Kirsch. Kirsch way outside, goes the far side to Cook. Cook far corner to Carlson, back to Cook. Cook dribbles in the middle of the lane, goes over to Demars. She's on the low block, she has to kick it back out to. to Carlson for a three, and she knocks it down. 7-2 is your score. Lady Bears with an early lead, 5-21 in the quarter here from North Hall. Get it up to Athena. Athena will bring it across midcourt. She's going to try and dribble the baseline. She does. Tried to bounce it pass down to Zara Gawson. got knocked out of bounds. I think it was by, yeah, DeMars. Carson got down there and knocked it out of bounds. North Hall's basketball with 22 on the shot clock.
2: Of the young Goss has got to learn to really move underneath.
3: It. Yep. Genesis Satterfield has it on the elbow, goes to the basket, lays it up. Good. She went between two. The Nice job by Genesis to get the layup right there. Seven-four, your score with five minutes exactly in the first quarter. And Cook gives it over here to Boston. Uh, Bristol, excuse me. Boston, her older brother. Far corner to Reynolds. Knocked out of bounds by Carly Bowen. Quick hands, 19 on the shot clock.
2: Joe, so far two layups for each team and a three for Cherokee, but the difference.
3: Yep. Cook will throw it in to Kersh. Kersh has it way outside on the logo on the far side. She dribbles up just outside the three, gives it over to Cook here on the left wing. Cook guarded by Satterfield. Spin move into the middle, and she has to dribble some more. She throws it out front to Kirsch. Kersh between the circles. She's going to dribble to this near side. Throws it on the side to Reynolds. And then she's out of bounds. That was not Reynolds. That was Carlson, excuse me. She stepped out of, line, out of bounds, good defense by Braylon McCall that time to force the turnover.
2: I the the matchup there was Satterfield and Cook.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, and they got it to Genesis, and Genesis was throwing back to Bowen, and she threw it a letter too much and threw it out of bounds. So Cherokee Bluff will have the basketball. They'll throw it in from the far side on the logo. The Cook on the left wing now, back to Kirst, top of the key. Dribbles to the far corner, throws it across, tries it, tipped by Bowen. Reynolds gets it, turns around, jumper from about six feet and knocks it down. Nine-four your score. Four minutes exactly now in the first quarter. Bowen dribbling a lot between people. She throws it wildly down on the far end. Reynolds picks it up, then she throws a BB on the other end, and it's going to be finally run down by Emma Reynolds. Cook has it. Cook tries to go baseline, throws it back out here to Reynolds way outside. Reynolds Takes it inside. Pull-up jumper. No good. Rebound. Satterfield and Cook fights over. And this will be a hell ball. It'll be North Falls basketball. thought they were going to throw it away with that long pass from one end to the other. And
2: for both teams, could you say take care of the basketball? Exactly.
3: Take your time. Take care of it. Braylon McCall up to Athena. Athena only about the third time. She'll stop. Shoot a three off the rim. No good. Rebound by Reynolds. Reynolds gets it out to Cook. They'll spin it up in a hurry. DeMars has it. DeMars goes up. It's knocked away. Rebound by McCall. Rebound over to Bowen. Bowen in a hurry to Athena. Athena almost traveled with the ball. Good job by Cook. Athena's going to take it all the way down. She's pressured hard, and we got a foul. I think that one's going to be on Caitlin Cook. It is. That'll be her first and team first. Mike, we played almost five minutes before we had a foul call. Wow. That's great.
2: Well, I love <laughs> That's that. That's great. <laughs> oh, absolutely.
3: Referees like it, too. You've got a good, of the, a good floor of the game going. That's oh, for sure. sure. Now, uh, got a sub in. That's going to be number 11, Amory Jones, coming in the game. Braylon McCall for three, knocks it down.
2: A Chris McCall really three to start things off for the ladies. Really.
3: Nine-seven your score now. Two-point advantage for the Lady Bears. Carlson with the basketball. Carlson lobs it over the top to DeMars. To they try to go inside to Jones. and her and Jennifer Satterfield get tangled up, and it'll be Cherokee Bluff basketball, and Emma Reynolds got a. Nope, that's going to be Audrey Graham. Audrey's going to come in for Carson DeMars.
2: First time we've seen her this season.
3: Mhm. Cook looking to throw it in. She gets it in the corner to Carlson. Carlson comes right back. She's going to try and go baseline. through a short jumper right on the baseline, about a six-footer. Good. Not a great angle, but she knocked it down. That's for sure. Pretty good shot by Carlson. McCall brings it up, looks to get it up to, and throws it right in the middle of traffic. Tipped away. Good job by Carlson. She goes in. She's fouled by McCall to save a layup right there. Fouls on Braylon and Carlson to go to the line for two. 11-7 your score with 236. Pretty fast first quarter here, Mike.
2: Because of the fouls.
3: Exactly. Only one each here in this quarter.
2: you got a friend who's a coach in the area who will say, you know, make them earn it from the free throw line. That,
3: exactly. She That one bounced in and out and then over the far side of the rim.
2: That's when you say, okay, what's a good foul?
3: Exactly. You know, if they miss one, usually it's a good one because you're giving up one point instead of two. She missed both of them, so that was a good foul maybe since it's your first one. Goss goes to the floor. It's going to be a hell ball between her and Audrey Graham and it will be North Falls basketball is Martha Voxavano's Makes her first appearance of the night with 234. She's going to come in for Zara.
2: i also know the outstanding player in another sport at Cherokee Bluff. And her brother, the famous, he's a race car driver, a young oh, one, teenage young race car driver.
3: Yeah, well, how about that?
2: Go karts. Athena
3: boy. V has it on the far side, dribbles past trouble. Oh, nice ball handling right there. Goes in the corner to Martha. Martha back up to, up to Carly. Carly being double teamed right there, looking. They're pressuring the ball hard four, Cherokee block, they throw it, and then she's out of bounds. It got tipped away, and Carly would have been advised to leave that one alone, but she tried to pick it up and foot the sideline just as she did.
2: You hear so often tell the quarterback, you wait till on to pass, if she could pass it a little earlier, it would have been a lot better.
3: Yep. Give it down low to Jones. Jones on low block, passes it back out to Cook on the right wing. Cook goes against Athens. She spins in the middle. She's got the layup there. She missed it. Rebound by Genesis. And then Satterfield, or excuse me, Gets Satterfield, gets it over to, to Athena. Athena looking for help as they're double-teaming right off the bat. And somebody's had a, had a travel call. And she was doubled up. They're trying to step through, and they're, they're not calling the reaching foul because the contact's not being made evidently. Coach Herrick wants it to be called, but it wasn't there. Kirsch going to inbounds it to Cook. Cook has it way outside. With, over here to Kirsch back between the circles. Almost near near mid court with Martha V guarding her. Caitlin Cook out front. She's going to dribble, spin, move to the middle, and she brings it back outside to three. Gives it back to Kirsch with 17. Kirsch in the corner to Carlson for three. Good. 14-7 and a 30-second timeout by Eric Herrick.
2: That's he two threes by Carlson here in the first quarter. And they really
3: haven't figured out the uh, the defense. From Cherokee Bluff, North Hall hasn't yet, Mike, because nope. whoever gets the ball, they're coming up in double team, and they're going to have to make a quick pass. As you said there just a second ago, they, the, whoever's the basketball, whoever got the basketball has got to be that quarterback. you got to get rid of the basketball. You've got to know who's open, really, before you catch the basketball to make that next pass. You cannot and,
2: dribble through this defense.
3: Exactly, exactly. You know, Genesis did a nice job when she got it. But she only had two defenders, and the goal was the next place to go, and she was able to step through. And go up without a uh, much with little one little dribbles off she had, that was good. But they got to get it on down there inside. Well, okay, tell so I hate this horn. Oh, <laughs> I thought you might. I heard it earlier. I kept looking. I said, it, it, sound, it sounds like
2: a a boat sound. It does. It
3: sounds like a harbor a harbor boat horn. That's what it, it is. sounds like, folks. That's exactly that.
9: Right. Yep.
3: But
2: deeper, very deeper. Yeah. Yes.
3: Martha Vita triggered in for the Lady Trojans. She's looking, looking, gets it into Genesis. Genesis gets up to Carly. Carly in the front court now on the right wing, gets it back to Athena. Athena guarded by Bristol Kirsch. Athena dribbles, dribbles, stolen by Bristol Kirsch. Bristol knocks it away. She'll go coast to coast and get the layup to go. 16-7 now, nine-point lead for the Lady Bears.
2: That's yeah, three of those.
3: They are pressing in the 2-1-2 zone trap now. Uh, Athena goes all the way baseline, kicks it out to Braylon. Braylon walked with the basketball. I thought that, and then it was called when she put that back foot down. She caught it, took a step, put another one down before she dribbled the basketball. She didn't dribble, she just passed it back out and therefore created the walk. One minute exactly in the quarter. Lady Bears with a nine point advantage. They bring it up the court. You got Kirsch on the far sideline with the basketball being guarded by Martha V. Martha gets it over the top to Graham. Graham on the left wing, back to Kirsch. Kirsch with 16, down low to, to Reynolds. Reynolds misses a short jumper. Genesis gets it over to Carly one. Carly over the top to Martha. Martha dribbles up with 30, plenty of time. In the corner to Braylon, shoots a three off the rim. No good rebound by Martha. Martha trying to go inside, nothing there. Kicks it way out top to Carly with plenty, plenty of time. Athena dribble, dribble dives into the middle, tries low and blocked. Right there by Emma Reynolds. They go the other direction. Kirsch is going to go all the way, runs all over, and it got a block call on Carly Bowen. She was a little off balance as Kirsch made contact, so it'll be a blocking foul on Carly and two shots for Boston Kirsch with 13.9 remaining in the first quarter.
2: Her second trip to the free throw line tonight.
3: She was 0 for 2 on the first time, wasn't she? Yes,
2: she was. Yeah. First free throw.
3: Dribbles a couple of times. Free throws up. Good. 17-7, 10-point advantage. Now you've got Lauren Hemmer coming in the game for Carly Bowen.
2: Because you don't earn a foul again before this quarter yep, is over. Yeah,
3: exactly. Second free throws up. Good. they are two for four from the line now. Inbounds pass with 13 to Athena. Athena to Genesis in a hurry to Himmer. Hemmer looking for, Af- for Athena. She gets over to Martha with six. Martha dribbles, gives it to Lauren. Lemmer, uh, Lauren gives it over to Athena, who shot a three. It got partially blocked, and that'll be the end of quarter right there with that odd horn. It's 18-7, Lady Bears lead it.
2: And we're back in
3: the second quarter
2: in one minute here on 97-5, Glory FM.
5: Chick-fil-A is a proud sponsor of Hall County Athletics and the great student athletes that compete on the fields, courts, tracks, and mats. Chick-fil-A was introduced into Hall County way back in 1987 at Lakeshore Mall. Throughout the years, they've been blessed to develop countless relationships with the schools here in Hall County. They're thanking everyone for their support of Chick-fil-A, which allows them to help support our schools, coaches, and student-athletes. In Gainesville, you'll find Chick-fil-A on Jesse Jewell Parkway. Eat more chicken!
4: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable.
2: Second quarter here from Lincoln Trail Court at North Hall High School. Joe and Mike with you here on this first Tuesday of January. Been a very interesting first
3: quarter. Yeah, it has. uh, Cherokee Bluffs, you know, have been shooting the ball extremely well going inside and out. They've hit a couple threes. North Hall having trouble getting the ball up the floor. And when they do get up the floor, they're double teamed something terrible. Cherokee Bluff with the basketball. They go to Carlson, shot a three in and out on the far side. Lots of bodies go after it. And, uh, Brayla McCall comes away with it. She tries to throw it back, and she's intercepted by the Lady Bears, and then that's going to be Carlson with a layup attempt. No good. Foul by Lauren Hemmer. Lauren came in a few minutes ago for Carly Bowen, and Carlson be at the line shooting two. You've got both Fox Athena and Martha. of Satterfield, Lauren Hemmer, Brayla McCall in the game for North Hall. First one's good by Carlson. You've got Claire Carlson. Boston Kirsch, Emma Reynolds, Zara Goss, Braylon McCall in the game for North Hall. 7.42 in the quarter. She hit them both, and that makes it 20-7, largest lead of the night for the Lady Bears. 20-7, 13-point advantage. Cherokee Bluff in the press, kind of a 1-2-2 press. Athena has it trying to go baseline. She'll pull it back, goes in. To Zara, Zara with a layup over the top. She went inside, and Zara had an opening, went over between Reynolds and got the basket to go, 20-9 to nine now. They go down to Cook. Cook's going to shoot a short jumper, no good. DeMars gets the offside rebound, no good. And it's going to be out of bounds off of North Hall, and it will be the Lady Bears basketball. Carly Bowen ready to check back in. She'll come in for Lauren Hemmer. 7-17 in the quarter, 20-7 to seven is your score. Lady Bears with the lead and the basketball. They get it over here to Carlson. Carlson looking, she's gonna offensive foul as Carlson just use that right shoulder and push right through Carly Bowen. An offensive foul on number three, Claire Carlson. Her first team first here in the second quarter. Athan of honest, over to Martha, over to Carly. Carly in the back court, gives it over to Braylon McCall in the front court. Now Braylon waiting to get somebody. She's double-teamed on the far side, stolen right away by Emma Reynolds. Emma, they're double-teaming, as I said earlier. Emma comes in there, comes to a jump stop, runs over a player. Nothing called on the shot. Rebound as the shot is missed by McCall. Gives it to Bowen. Bowen looking, and she throws it right into the hands of Boston Kirsch, and then she gets it around as the ball was tipped. Caitlin Cook gets it, goes in for the layup, partially blocked by Martha from behind. And there's going to be a foul on Martha Voxavano's her first team first here in this quarter. 6.44 remaining. Caitlin Cook's first trip to the line tonight. She'll be shooting too. Decent little crowd here on the night before school starts here back in Hall County after the Christmas holiday break. First free throw by the left-hander is good. A little bit of the half full on both sides. i wonder, and as as Genesis Satterfield will come back in the game for Braylon McCall now. wonder if the Big boy student section will check in here in a little bit for North Hall. Oh, that one's going to be way short. Hit the front of the rim, no good. Rebounded by Athena over to Martha. Martha Voxavanos with the basketball. She'll dribble up. She's going to be challenged. Oh, and she threw it right to, and it bounced right away from from a player, and now it's going to come away. And Now we've got a double dribble call on Martha there in the front court, right there in the middle of the lane, and it'll be Cherokee Bluffs basketball. Carlson gets it into Kirsch. Kirsch over to Cook on the far side. Right wing. The left-hander looks, surveys the court, if you will. Dribbles towards the middle, guarded by Satterfield. She backs up, gives it over to DeMars. DeMars a short jumper from about six feet out, right outside the the block on the far side, and knocks it down 23-9. Athena gives it over to Martha. Martha dribbles up the near side, throws a long, awkward pass out of bounds. They're not taking care of the basketball right now, folks, and that's hurting them. They're throwing it where they're thinking the, the, the receptor of the pass, the receiver is going to be, and they're not there. They're overthrowing some passes. They've done that two or three times in this game so far. Zara Goss comes back in for Martha Voxavanos. They get it in the corner to Bristol. Almost stolen away by Genesis Satterfield, trying to get the ball back out to Caitlin Cook. And you got uh, Athena, Carly, Zara, Braylon and Genesis in the game for North Hall. You Carlson, Cook, Kirsch. Long shot by Carlson, three-pointer, no good. Bounces way outside. Carlson gets her own rebound and bounces over to Reynolds. Reynolds almost had it, knocked back in bounds. Going to be taken away. Finally knocked out of bounds. Good hustle there by North Hall, her and Emma Reynolds. That was Athena and Emma both went after it and got knocked off bounds, out of bounds, by Athena Voxovanos. Bristol Kersh with a basketball now six on the shot clock. Goes down to DeMars. Inside to Reynolds. Reynolds gets knocked out of bounds by Athena with two on the shot clock.
2: And Joe, the big thing right now, look at the look at the fundamentals, Joe, of both teams right now. And the blocks do a much better job.
3: Bristol gets the, gets the shot off with two. Rebound by Zara. Off to Carly. Carly goes up in a hurry. Throws to Genesis. She lost control of it. Gets it back over to Athena. Athena for a short shot. No good. Bounced off the wrist. Zara gets the up. No good. Zara got it again. Knocked away from her. But a foul is called.
2: And that's what they're going to need is second chances. They're going to
3: have second and third chances. Fouls on number one. Carson Demars, her first, I believe. This might correct me. This is the first free throws of the night for the ladies. It is. Themselves. Yes, sir, it is. Zara Goss, post player, freshman for the Lady Trojan Trojans shooting. Her first one is in. Roll, use the rim, but that's fine. Hallie Wilson come in the game along with Brooklyn Phillips for the Lady Bears. Important matchup tonight because you got a 2-1 region record North on a and 3-0. And Zara hit both free throws. 23-11, 12-point advantage now. Caitlin Cook dribbles up, tosses the far side to Carlson, comes back to Cook on the near side. Carlson, go back to Carlson. Carlson thought about a three. got it. McCall got out there it's Going to be a walk, traveling call as Braylon got out there just in the nick of time to force the traveling violation. Braylon will throw it in now. McC- Carly Bowen on the side, and they're going to press again in a 1-2-2 press. It's almost like a man-to-man is a play. But it's a 1-2-2. Hatham gets the, the ball. She's going to go in for a layup. Good. She was able to beat her man. That was Phillips down on the baseline that time and get the layup. 23-13, 450 in the quarter. Brooklyn, excuse me, Caitlin Cook's got it on this side. She thought about going baseline and stole it way back outside to Carlson. To Brooklyn Phillips, the left-hander shoots a three. No good. Rebound there in the middle. Zara Goss and Caitlin Cook. Caitlin Cook is around the basketball constantly. She is she's one of those unsung weapons for. Coach Cassie's got
2: steam and speed to get under the basket quickly.
3: Oh yeah, she's very smart about getting in position. Bowen over to Athena, Athena with 4:31 dribbles towards the basket, goes in, and she got it knocked away by Emma Reynolds. No, excuse me, That was Carlson knocked it away. Carlson up to Boston Kirsch, Boston brings it up, she drives it over to this side to Caitlin Cook, Caitlin back outside to Bristol, Bristol a long three-pointer, good from about 24 feet. Bristol looked like she was in a rhythm because it was nothing but the bottom of the net on that one. 4 26 13 lead for the Lady
2: Bears. And you caught a rhythm three. Good job.
3: She comes down there. Athena Voxavano back out to Braylon McCall over to Carly Bowen on the left right wing, excuse me. Carly has it. Striving to go inside. Knocked away by Carlson. Carlson over to Kirsch. Kirsch right behind the back. Wow, a move by a freshman up and under. She hit underneath. Goes inside. Carlson. Got the rebound and sticks it up and a timeout of full by Eric
2: Herrick. And we're back in one minute from North Hall here on 97.5 Glory FM.
0: To learn more, you may visit NGPG.org blackandblue black and blue. It's flu season
5: in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years.
2: And we're back here at North Hall. And, and, Joe, you basically see how it is right now. you got to take care of the basketball, play yeah. defense. Bluffs are yeah. doing a great job.
3: Exactly. Cherokee Bluffs doing a fantastic job right now. You can see why they're 3-0 in the region and 11-2 and overall and number 6 in 4A. They throw that one away as Caitlin Cook comes away with the basket. She passes over to Emma Reynolds, almost got the layup, knocked away, and Caitlin Cook's there. She gets it. Went up for the shot, no good. Bristol Kirsch gets it. She goes up for the third shot, no good. Finally, McCall gets the rebound, tries to dribble out, and Brooklyn Phillips knocks it away. McCall tracks it down, gets it to Bowen. Bowen gets it in a hurry to Sally Davidson, who's in the game now. They try to come back over here, and it's stolen by Bristol Kirsch. She knocks it away. Bristol Goes the other way against Bowen. And Bowen Fowser just bumps her to trying to keep her from getting the layup. And that might be two, I think yeah, it is. Yep, going to be two on Carly. And Bruce but, Kirsch will be at the line again.
2: But, Joe, look at the ball movement, the way the girls are moving away from the basketball. And yep. offense, I think on defense.
3: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Cassie Scott's got them playing very well together right now, Michael. That's for sure. Defensively and offensively. Kirsch's first free throw in that, no good. Front rim, backboard and off. You know, to miss the first two like she did. Uh-huh. nail the second two, and then that one was not a good good miss at all. She's so, side of the rim and clunked it off. But she's two of five, two of six, and be a hell ball between Goss and Wilson, two big girls, and I mean that honorably, post players. Tall players. <laughs> and when I say big girls, they're tall. Yeah, The two tall players, Goss and Wilson, for their respective teams.
2: They're taller than Joey, you
3: uh, Everybody's taller than me, Mike. Except for, except for um, <laughs> Braylon McCall. Oh, good job by Boston. Kirsch, Bray, Bristol Curse coming behind. Goss is going to get the carom. Tries to go up, and it's knocked out of bounds by Wilson. They went up in a hurry. McCall lost control, tried to get rid of it. Then Zara Goss got a hold of it, tried to go for a shot, and it was knocked out of bounds by Wilson. And... Now they'll go inside. McCall will throw on the far side to Afana, who will spot up, shoot a three immediately off the side, a little long. I don't think he hit anything. And now Caitlin Cook will go coast to coast. Knocked away from her. Good job by McCall. McCall gives it to Bowen. Bowen will dribble up, gives it back to McCall. McCall on the other side to Afana. Afana will dribble baseline, right around, tries to go for the layup. No good, rebound, and going to be a foul on Caitlin Cook.
2: And you see what happens, Joe, you know, when they do that kind of play there. Mm-hmm. So far, this first half, does it remind you of all of the Lanierland Championship? Yeah,
3: exactly. Exactly. Well, that defense, the pressure defense, man, that's, that's what it is right there. 28-13, uh-huh. 28, 28 As she misses that one. They are two of three now. Half in his first free throws of the night. Now you've got basically the starters coming back in with DeMars, Reynolds, uh, Carlson coming back in. You've still got Audrey Graham and Brooklyn, or Excuse me, Emory Jones in there. Second one's good. Three out of four so far. 2.32 left in the first half. 14-point lead. It's been, been as much as 15 tonight for the Lady Bears. Reynolds on the far side and the right wing. Comes back over here to Carlson. She spots up. Shoots a three off the rim. No good. Goss with her be around. Rebound and number one. Carson DeMars forces the hell ball. They're right there under them, and they're getting their hands in there so quick. The main thing is I'm, I'm looking in the faces of the North Hall ladies right here, Mike. They can't get frustrated because they're getting the rebound and pulling it down here, and that's probably going to get a, get a, a forced hell ball about every time when you pull it down into your stomach. you got Athena and Braylon in the backcourt. They've only got two to get it across, and they get a 30-second timeout by Coach Herrick with 26 on the shot clock.
2: So he has left is two fulls mm-hmm. in the second half of play. And you mentioned about pulling it out. That's just a reflex, isn't it? When mm-hmm. you, you get the rebound like that, you get it above your head, you're going to go right to your belly, and you then you're going to at moving you, it. You
3: pull it down, and, and you know, you tell your girls to – you tell your players a lot of time to keep it up here, but you've got to have strong hands to keep it up high. Uh-huh. If you don't, it's going to get knocked away, and, and as quick as some of these bluff players are, they're going to knock it out of somebody's hand. Now, I would prefer they kept it up there because sometime they're going to get a foul call, you would think. Uh And uh, so I would prefer that because you bring it down, that's giving the defense an opportunity to stick a hand in there to force a hell ball, grab it away from you, whatever.
2: And you mentioned the quickness. That's one of the big Mm things right now for the bluff.
3: Very quick. We saw that with Lakeview the other night. Northall have the basketball right in front of their bench. Braylon McCall looking to trigger it in. She's looking for Carly Bowen, throws it over the top. Carly has it. Carly back to Braylon. Braylon back to Carly get it up to half and in the front court half and a bounce passing to Zara Zara faked it went up knocked away by Jones then it comes the other way McCall's going to get the interception she throws it over to this side it's going to be intercepted on this side by number four Audrey Graham Graham gives it over to Carlson Carlson will bring it up we won 44 in the quarter she goes low to Jones Jones steps up she gets zocked in by three Trojans with her hands up she has to throw it back out Carlson for another three. Good. She rolled that one in, and it went in 31-14, a 17-point lead, largest of the night for the Lady Bears.
2: Reminds of the Chesapeake game a few weeks ago.
3: Carlson gives it over to McCall, gives it over to Bowen, and that should have been a foul. They didn't call it as Demars was reaching over McCall. Shoots a three, knocks it down. Finally a score from Northall, and that's Braylon's second three of the night, 31-17. Gotta, I know there's only a minute left, but they almost need to outscore them like 6 to nothing here in this last minute to give them a little bit of juice here going into the second half. Way out front is Emma Reynolds. Emma over to Carlson here on the left wing. Carlson looking for somebody to throw it to. She does over on the far side to Graham. Intercepted by Goss. Goss looks, gives it to Athena. Athena dribbles in a hurry. She needs to go quicker. 40 seconds, 31 on the shot clock. Athena has it. She's double teamed right there. She's got to do something. She throws it off of a leg. Yep. And she's arguing that she threw it off of a a Cherokee Bluff player, but I don't think she did, and it went out of bounds. It'll be the Lady Bears basketball with 34 seconds. The shot clock will be off. Martha V will come in the game for Carly Bowen, so Carly doesn't pick up another foul. They'll move Genesis down on the low spot, or Braylon down the low spot. 1-3-1 defense is how they've got it set up. Coach Eric Herrick barking out some instructions. 30 seconds now. Give it over to Reynolds on the far side. Down in the corner to Graham. Graham top side to Carlson. Carlson dribbles over here to the left wing. Gives it back over to Reynolds. Reynolds thought about a three. Dribbles down. Shoots a little short jumper. No good. <coughs> Excuse me. Goss grabs it, and we're going to have a foul on Carson DeMars right there. Carson commits the foul, and it's only the second, so it will be. Wait a minute. I'm, ba- I'm bad wrong. That was the fifth foul. go. Yep, fifth out, so they'll go to the other end and shoot two. The girls aren't used to it right there. Zara will go down and shoot two. She nailed her first two early in the her first appearance of the game.
2: And she's been in a good position on the defensive side. She is.
3: Yep. She's, she's, she's a freshman and learning, and she's doing very well, learning the game of basketball. Learning what the coach wants them to do here. Zara's third free throw of the night is up. Good no, front rim no good. 31 17, 14 seconds left. Michael be joined by Coach Jarvis Davenport, men's basketball coach here at North Hall at halftime. For second free throw. Ooh, she missed them both. Rebound by Reynolds. Reynolds gets it over to Carlson with 10. Carlson back to a kick that time, and they're going to, it was a kick ball, but nothing resets because it was down to seven seconds on the clock. They'll have it right at midcourt. Carlson will throw, or excuse me, and Reynolds will throw it into Carlson. Carlson back to Reynolds. Reynolds with five. Four, three, back to Carlson. Carlson spots up. They, she Off balance, three, threw it up, hit the rim. No good. 31-17, your score at the half. Cherokee Bluff with the lead. And coming up
2: next, we'll have our halftime report. Is Joe Mitchell We're here for Coach Jarvis, Evanport. more. We're back in two minutes for Northall on 97.5 Glory FM. Uh.
6: Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308.
7: This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins.
5: The landscape of North Georgia continues to change. And when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the hall and surrounding counties for 25 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's homes, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online to McCallProperties.com.
1: It's halftime. It's time for a look back at the first half and what's ahead for the second half. Now back courtside with Mike Wofford Thanks
2: you. once again. Welcome once again here to 97.5 Glory FM halftime of our girls' broadcast. That means we get a chance to talk with Jarvis Davenport, the boys' <laughs> basketball coach here. We just going to have, have a good time talking about what we did, brother. Indeed. How's holiday?
9: It's great. I'm blessed. How about yourself?
2: Oh, I'm blessed, man. So you get started back to school tomorrow, right?
9: Nah, uh, yo, kids, teachers came back today, so yeah, right. kids come back tomorrow.
2: Right. So that's how different is that. You know, you get a couple of days off now before you after the new year, so you get a chance to enjoy the. Bowl games from yesterday, and then get a chance to play a basketball game here. Hopefully, it'd be a good crowd tonight. But I think when school starting tomorrow morning, hopefully, be listening to us tonight from that standpoint. So, how things are going right now for the team?
9: Oh uh, we're doing well. Uh, we're getting we're getting better and better uh, every day. You know, we're just working on little things here and there, just tweaking them, and just trying to get a better understanding of things. And and you know, the kids are responding.
2: Uh, what did you learn during the linearly?
9: Um, I forgot how fun it was. I've been gone in seven years, so. Uh, it's, it's been a while since I've been in it, but, you know, it's so fun. It's, it's a grind. It's a, it's a 72-hour grind for sure. And um, i have forgotten about that just a little bit, but, yeah, it's fun. And
2: the thing about it is you can't replicate it that you use the playoffs because it's a different schedule in the, in the playoffs.
9: Yeah, you can't. I mean, there's, there's nothing like playing a crosstown rival or a cross-the-street rival or whatever the case may be. Three straight days, three different gyms. Uh, you know, it's just three different atmospheres. It's, it was great. So great.
2: So t- tell me about the game with Cherokee Blood back on Thursday. Well, that was a classic for him.
9: That was a great game. Um, you know, they ended up getting to the free throw line a few more times, and we did, and they cashed in on it, and um, we didn't take care of some things at the end of the game that we could have taken care of a little bit differently, and they took advantage of that as well. That's what great teams do, and that's what championship teams do, and they won it, and then they went and won the next night. So hats off to them.
2: So I mentioned about your experience, about these players' experience, and what they learn, you think?
9: Um... Probably about the same. Uh, not many of them have been in Lanierland uh, as a team overall. I had a few that had been there, but, you know, it's just a, it's a different level. I mean, even, a, even in a regular season game, you really can't, like you say you can't replicate it.
2: Right, Doesn't it get you ready, though, for this grind now that comes to sub-reach the rest of the week?
9: You like to think that it does. You like to think that it prepares you. You like to think that it, it, it hardens you a little bit so that, you know, things don't, don't rattle you. So we'll, we'll see. Time will tell.
2: <laughs> That's the that point. I love that everybody's going to be talking about you have your first five, I'll call it. I go back to the set finding days and the Greg Williams day, that kind of thing, because you'll, you'll start five and then next thing you know, the ball, you're going to bring in five more.
9: Right. I went, you know, we have about 10 or 12 that are that are really good players and uh, there's no reason for a really good player to sit on the bench. You know, we just we get them in there and get their blood flowing and get them wet and, and get, them, get them hot and get them going. And then you never know from there who, who's subbing in, who's doing what. It just depends on the flow of the game and, and what's needed.
2: We talk about the flow of the game, Jarvis. Is it coming to the standpoint of what you see in the flow of the game and making the adjustments, or just like the chemistry you have with some certain players on the team?
9: Well, it's more—it's more or less what we need and what's happening and what's or what's not happening. That's—that's uh, that's the big thing. It's like we—we we pretty much know what to expect from some of the guys right now, and uh, they are pretty consistent so we know what they should be giving us and when they're not giving us that it may just be that they need to come out for a second and just you know gather themselves and just just regroup a little bit and then get back out there and do what they can do so that's that's the you know that's the luxury of having multiple people that can that can actually contribute and you know like I told the guys if you want to be a championship team there's always somebody that can sub in that can play just as well as you so that's that's a blessing
2: it's a little different when you play a team last thursday you got to play them again here tonight from that standpoint it's going to be i would expect probably a totally different kind of ball game because of what you went through last thursday
9: well i mean you know they'll make adjustments and we'll make adjustments hopefully and um you know we'll just we'll just see what happens see, see where the ball bounces and i love
2: at. the matchups that you've got between cherokee bluff and your team right
9: right we got we got players on both sides that kind of know each other and they've huh. been playing against each other for a while and, you know, they just go at it, and it's just—it's a lot of fun. It's fun to watch, fun to be a part of, and
2: yeah, it's fun to be a fan here to watch uh, the team. Coach Jarvis Davenport joins us at halftime of all the home games here at North Tall. So you get Friday night off, so that's got to help you help the team. You think, and then get ready for next week. Well, it's
9: always good to get some time off. I mean. Um as as I've gotten older, I've I've realized that the kids need to be kids um, as well as basketball players. Uh-huh. And you know, you want to you want to get them to grind and grind and grind and grind. But basketball is such a long season; it goes over you know two semesters between beginning of school and then second part of school. So, uh, you know, you go through Christmas break, Thanksgiving, you go through uh, all the holidays in January, New Year's, and, and then all the way to President's Day in February. And if you're lucky, you're playing on into March. So. It's such a long season, such a long grind that they need time off, too, and they need to just step away and just, you know, keep their
2: Oh, yeah. Keep well, their well, really fun, when Joe and I were leaving the gym last Friday night at Johnson, uh-huh. and you see these guys, we mentioned, hey, when the, when the ball game's going on, your competitors. After that, or, as I said, haul together. Yeah. And you saw these guys in different schools. They were down there just in the parking lot, having a good time yeah. talking. That's what you love to see when they're out there just being kids.
9: Right. That's, that's it. And that's, that's the way we need to be as people. I mean, you know, we all need to band together and just – just uplift one another. I'm used
2: use this horn, friend. You know, I, I keep, keep up my time here about what's going on here. But when this happened, by the way, over uh, the
9: holiday? I don't know. Something happened to the horn, and apparently, with the scoreboard, uh, the connection to it, it does not um, take a regular horn. Somehow or another, it's a different horn. So then the horn's not working right now. So there's, I, I don't know. I stay away from it. That's you got help me I'm it.
2: saying, brother, okay? don't help I get you know that, yeah. do you?
9: Yeah. Two minutes.
2: I appreciate it. Well, we'll see you a week from Friday. We're back back here with East Hall and North Hall. We've got to Bluff next Tuesday with their game They got Chesapeake. So every game is like a county rivalry. It's going to be a lot of fun, man.
9: No, every game matters. There's no nights off, that's for sure.
2: All right, man, be blessed. We'll talk to you next time, okay? Yes, sir. Thanks so much. Let's go Jarvis Davenport. We're back after this here on 97.5 Glory FM.
8: Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call, and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819.
5: Chick-fil-A is a proud sponsor of Hall County Athletics and the great student-athletes that compete on the fields, courts, tracks, and mats. Chick-fil-A was introduced into Hall County way back in 1987 at Lakeshore Mall. Throughout the years, they've been blessed to develop countless relationships with the schools here in Hall County. They're thanking everyone for their support of Chick-fil-A, which allows them to help support our schools, coaches, and student-athletes. In Gainesville, you'll find Chick-fil-A on Jesse Duell Parkway. Eat more chicken!
4: Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait especially in a cold house remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable.
2: We'll get ready for the second half here for North Hall. Joe is back with some halftime stats.
3: Yep, uh, for North Hall, uh, only uh, four people scored. You got Genesis Satterfield with two. Athena Lovanos with three. Zara Goss with six. And Braylon McCall with the two threes. She had six. They hit two threes, and there were three of six from the free throw line. For Cherokee Bluffs as they get started, DeMars had four. Reynolds had two. Kirsch had nine. Cook had one and 15 by Claire Carlson with three threes. First shot of the second half is by Athena. Three, no good. Rebounding by number four, Audrey Graham on the far side. They had three fours in the first half with three of eight from the free-throw line was the Lady Bears. Kick it over there to Reynolds. Reynolds on the far side to, to number one, DeMarge. March three is in and out. Bristol Kirsch showing that speed and quickness. Out races. Athena Voxavanos throws it off Athena out of bounds, and it will be the Lady Bears basketball. Graham will throw it in. Graham gets it in to Carlson. She thought about a three. She shot it, but Athena knocked it away. They go on the far side. Now as Bristol gets it, she's going to shoot a three. Off the back rim, rebounded by Genesis. Gives it over to Carly Bowen. Comes the other direction. 31-17, your score with 7.20 left here in the third quarter. No score here yet in the third. Braylon McCall gives it over to Athena. Athena being guarded by Kirsch as they're playing kind of matchup zone. It's a one, two, two, almost a three. They get old to Zara down on the low block. Zara goes up for a shot and she's fouled. Foul I think is gonna be on Reynolds, it is, number five. And that'll be the first team foul, first personal and first team foul of the second half. Zara Goss will be her third trip to the line tonight. They're three of six as a team coming into this half. First free throw by Zara is good. And.
2: Was she three or five, then, I think?
3: Yep, that's correct. Three or five. Trying to make it four of six. Second was up. Off the back rim. No good. Rebounded as knocked out of bounds by number four, Audrey Graham. Graham hustled over this side. Athan was on her horse trying to get it too and knocked out of bounds by the Lady Bears. McCall gets it into Bowen. And now we've got. What do we stop it for? Okay. What are we working on? Shot clock? Yeah. Maybe. Having to get it back on the shot clock correctly. 25 is what they got it on. Going we'll to follow inbound it. Bowen has it on the inbounds pass. Yep, they got the 1-2-2 zone going on, trying to get it. Playing denied to Athena, but Athena's covered up. Carly has it now. Athena has come way outside. She has the basketball. She's trying to go inside. Nothing happened. They double team her. She dribbles to this side. There's going to be a foul on Caitlin Cook. She got in the way, and... Athena threw a pass, left-handed pass, that was, was complete over here to Carly Bowen. But Caitlin Cook fouled. He got it, 31-18. Athena on the baseline. Athena goes in reverse. Left, good. 31-20. Cut it to 11. First time they've done that in a long time. 6.35 here in the quarter. And a brief timeout, 32nd by
2: Cherokee Bluff. And you can see Coach Scott does not want North to be able to penetrate the way they had the last couple of yep, times
3: out. Yeah, that is correct. Mike, you got a friend over here to my let left. Let, let you talk to talk him, to, okay? Yep. All right, so here we are. We've got a timeout called by Cassie Scott. She saw something she didn't really see, uh, or didn't right there, rather, and so she wanted to clean it up quick, and that's only her first timeout of the game. She called a 30, cleaned it up on defense, and Cassie's a fiery soul. I talked to her a little bit before the game started, and, She's doing a super job with these Lady Bears this season. She's got some good talent returning from last year and some upcoming folks with a couple of freshmen. Very good for her. Lady Bears with a basketball in the front court. Cook dribbles down the right wing, goes inside, gives it over to Graham. Graham goes up, partially blocked by the Lady Trojans, knocked away. Carly Bowen will come the other way. Carly throws a lob pass into Cook. Cook gives it back to Athenath. And a thought about going up, she does. It's no good. Rebounded by Goss. Goss goes up, and she's fouled. Zara Goss went up after the shot. Good job by Athena. And then Goss, the foul, I think, was on number three, Claire Carlson. And Claire, that'll be her foul, second team. And first free throw by Zara is good.
2: If I can, Joe, I'll tell you, I'm talking to Representative every Dunahoo. Mm-hmm whose uh, grandson plays on the J.B. team here at Northall, trying to get him to be our guest of Community Focus. So stay tuned. Tomorrow, Thursday, or Friday morning, he'll be with us.
3: Second free throw is short. No good. Genesis tips it, tips it, tips it. Finally gets it. Goes up. No good. It's partially blocked. But a hell ball. Good call by the official on the far side because as Genesis was going up, the other hand from the defensive player came right on top of the basketball to force the hell ball. 31-21, closest has been in a while, a 10-point advantage for the Lady Bears. Caitlin Cook comes up the floor, passes the far side to Bristol Kirsch. Over on the left wing, goes back to Caitlin right in the middle of the lane. Caitlin gets it, gets it back out to Bristol. Corner to Carlson. Carlson for a three, short, no good. Rebounded on this side. He's going to grab it. Athena and Cook. Cook there again. Wiggles away in there what? to force a hell ball.
2: Jordan Musbit, when they a tournament game last week, they had like 25 hell balls <laughs> exactly. in
3: one game. Exactly. Well, when you got girls that play like this and hustle and force the hell ball, it can happen to you. That was knocked away on the pass, trying to throw it through traffic there and intercepted by the Lady Bears. Kirsch in the front court. Kirsch trying to beat McCall, and she does on the layup, 33-21, 536 in the quarter. McCall, or excuse me, bowling over to McCall. McCall tries to dribble it up. She goes over to Athena in the front court now. Athena dribbles right to the middle. Tried to, she should have shot it. Tried to throw it over to Zara, intercepted by Caitlin Cook. Caitlin going to go coast to coast. Goes up for the left-handed layup, and good. Another breakaway. 35-21. They cut it to 10, and that's back up to 14. Genesis Satterfield, got to be careful. It, gets it over to Carly Bowen. Carly looking inside, goes back out to Athena. Athena shoots a three, no good off the back rim. Zara Goss there to clean it up, knocks down the two. 35-23, Zara Goss. I'm telling you, as a freshman, she's going to be a force the next four years, three years after this one for the Lady Trojans. Get it over to Caitlin Cook here on the right wing. Go back to Kirsch on the far side. Bristol gives it in the middle to Emma Reynolds, who shoots a 15-footer. No good. Rebound. Zara's going after it. Knocked out of bounds by. Ooh, they missed that one. Both referees and the outside official should have been watching that one. The inside official, the low official, was screened. The outside official, he's kind of shrugged his shoulders. They didn't see it. I saw it, and I'm 50 feet away, guys. They're going to say it was off of North hey, Hall.
2: You're about 100 feet away.
3: And, uh, of course, I do have my glasses on. reckon that helped. Jones with the basketball. Goes inside up and under. Zaragos. Good job by Emory Jones to get the layup. 37-23, 429 and a quarter. Rayla McCall over the top to Athena. Athena brings it up. Trying. She dribbles it right off her foot. Luckily, Martha's behind her. Picks up the loose ball. Martha. And it's going to be stolen by Bristol and We're going to have a foul on Martha Voxavano trying to get back the ball and get the ball back. Let me tell
2: you something that in practice back in your day. mm -hmm. Just constantly hitting. Yep.
3: That's something I would think you'd practice. But anyway, Bristol Kirsch gives it back over the top to Claire Carlson. Claire guarded by Martha V. Goes in the corner to Brooklyn. Phillips. Phillips back to Carlson. A foul by Martha V. Martha Voxavano's two quick fouls. 37-23, 37 23 403 in the quarter.
2: And you see it so often times, Joe, it's just like North Hall's a half step behind mm-hmm. the club in a lot of ways.
3: Yep. It's six to six here in this quarter, Mike.
2: And they can't trade North Hall, cannot not trade no. baskets right now. They've
3: got to have a run, a 10-0, 12-0 run, something right here for sure. Lady Bears with the basketball. Coming down this side, Kirst, tries to go down. She does over to Graham, back outside to Carlson for three. Carlson knock, knocks another 23-footer down. It is 40-23. They get it into Athena. Athena's going to dribble up. She's got almost got trapped in the middle. Over to McCall. McCall brings it right across the top to Zara. Zara back to McCall. She'll shoot a three. Short. Hit the rim. Kat, uh, Sally Davidson got it. Handed to Zara. Zara went up. No good. Rebounded by Graham. Graham gets it over to this side to bristol Kirsch. bristol Kirsch brings it up. She pulls it back out. Gives it over to Phillips. Back outside to Carlson. <coughs> Excuse me. Carlson back over to Kirsch. Kirsch almost at the top of the key. Now she'll dribble drive. Those are bullet right in there to Jones. Jones with a travel as Zara Goss playing good defense right there. And hey, on, to on this
2: other end for North Hall between Davidson and Zara Goss. That could be a one-two punch.
3: Yes, sir. One's a junior, one's a sophomore. Zara gets it down low, goes up for the shot. She's fouled. going to be a two-shot foul. That foul's going to be on number two. Brooklyn Phillips, they double-teamed her down there, and Brooklyn committed the foul. Zara for the fourth time tonight, I believe she'll be at the line.
2: If they can get in position like that, Joe and Northall can continue from the guard play getting the ball inside. It's going to be tough for on to the foul.
3: They got, they've got to hit the free throws, though. You're going to have Lauren Hemmer coming in for Athena Voxovanos. You don't see that very often, but both Voxavanos girls on the bench for the Lady Trojans. Second free throw is rolls around her m M&M, and Good. She's hit one out of two every time. Now you've got number 22, Nina Harbuck, and Jen coming in for the Lady Bears for some senior night. She's coming in for Graham. And for Zara Goss, Martha V coming back in the game. And Jen's to back in the game. 310 10 and a quarter, 40-24, 16-point lead. I think that's the largest of the night for the Lady Bears. It is. Bristol Kirst brings it up against Martha V. Way outside near the midcourt line. Gives it over to Claire Carlson. Claire gives it over to Harbuck. Harbuck back to Kirsch. Kirsch. Carlson deep in the corner. In and out. No good. Rebound by Satterfield. Gives it to Martha V. Martha gives it to Bowen. Bowen pushes it up the right side. She pulls back. Pulls it. Gets it across midcourt. She's got it. Gives it over on the far side to Hemmer. Hemmer. Oh, she's just single team. Gets over to Bowen. Bowen gets the deflected pass into Hemmer. Hemmer a short jumper. Knocked it down. Lauren Hemmer with about a 10-footer knocked it down. 40-26. for Kirsch. They're just happy, trotting it up, walking it up now. Are the Lady Bears. They give it over to Carlson. Carlson spins. Gives it back to Kirsch. Kirsch going to shoot a three. Off the rim, no good, rebounded by Satterfield. Satterfield right on the sideline, trying to get it away, gives it to Hemmer. Hemmer's got a snowbird on the other end. Sally Davidson's got it. Sally will go up, gets the layup, good. 40-28. She broke out. They saw her and were able to get down and get that easy. That's the easiest basket I can say Northall's had tonight. Carlson with the basketball. Good screen out front by Jones. They try to go as a pick and roll. Jones went up for a shot. She got it to fall. Nice job. She was about a foot and a half in front of the basket and knocked down the little throw over the top of the rim. And
2: Joe's had a good job so far.
3: Yes, she has. She's a freshman, I believe. She is, number 11. Lauren Hemmer in the front court. Goes down to Sally Davidson. Sally over to Genesis. Genesis waits on the defender to fly by her and goes up and gets the deuce. 42-30. Like Mike said, i in to the go. They can't trade baskets. They've got to get some stops here on the defensive end. Carlson brings it up the court. She's going to stop, pop from 22, off the rim, rebounded by Sally Davidson. Davidson with the rebound, gets it over to Hemmer, to Martha V. Martha with the basketball behind the back. Dribbles up, one person to beat and does. She's in the front court now, right wing, gets over to this side to Hemmer. Hemmer goes long to Carly Bowen, goes inside to Sally. Sally tries to go into Genesis. Genesis goes up, and she got fouled. Good move by Genesis. She was down kind of on one knee. Raises arm up and gets fouled by Brooklyn Phillips right there. It's a good, smart play by Genesis to draw the foul. You'll have McCall, Goss, and Athena come back in for Davison, Martha, and Lauren Hemmer. Good minutes by those three. Absolutely. Made a little dent, about a four-point dent into it. It was 16. It's 12 now, 42-30, with 55 seconds left here in the third quarter.
2: It could be 10 with free throws.
3: (laughs) Yep. Genesis Satterfield's first shot is up rolls it in good
2: and the big thing is every times you've heard about you get into single digits then you got a game
3: yep exactly right they can cut it to 10 here and she does 42-32 55 seconds and it is stopping a basket to cut it to 8 here before the end of the quarter and get it up to Carlson back to Kirsch Kirsch top of the key between the circles she pulls it back out one to, they got 25 on the shot clock they want to play for the one shot here down on this side to Carlson, Carlson back outside to Kirsch. Kirsch goes inside to Jones. It's good spin move by Jones to miss the shot off of North Hall out of bounds, with 14 on the shot clock, 34 on the game clock.
2: That was a good move.
3: Very good move inside. She just got to learn to throw it up towards the basket. She missed the basket. And North Hall had three defenders down there trying to catch it, but didn't happen. It may still be Lady Bears. Basketball after the deflection out of bounds. You'll have Emma Reynolds look like throwing it in. She throws it right off Athena Voxavanos because she had nobody to throw it into. She's looking, looking, looking. Throws it way out top to Bristol Curse. Bristol out near the NHT North Hall logo. The 10 on the shot clock. 9, 8. 7-6. 7-6. Goes in for the layup left-handed. Boxed it in. Good. They didn't need that to happen. North Hall did 44-32. Oh, God. Good job by Bristol Kirsch. The inbounds pass. She wasn't paying attention. And they got a foul right there on number 15, Martha. Or Athena. Wow. Okay. I didn't see that one. Is Bristol. They threw it in to Martha or to Athena. Athena started to dribble up court. Bristol knocked it away from her. Went in for the shot. And they're going to say, yep, yeah, they're going to take it out of bounds is what they're doing. I thought they were calling for a shot, but it's not. With 17.3, the Lady Bears have the basketball. Kirsch looking to throw it in. She does up the top to Jones. Jones got it by Goss. They'll go to the floor. A couple of people touch it. Kirsch gets it. A short jumper in the middle of the lane. No good. Satterfield with the basketball. Satterfield to Athena with eight. Athena with six. Athena dribble all the way to the basket with five. Four, gets it over to Zara. Zara throws it up, no good. Partially blocked, no good, and that'll be the end of your quarter right there. Forty-four-thirty-two. Lady Bears at the three. And back and to the
2: fourth and final quarter in one minute on 97-5. Glory FM.
0: 975 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Braselton, Buford, Hushton, and Jefferson. No need to call, just walk right in between 8:30 and 11:30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine Medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify treat and care for your injury to learn more you may visit ngpg.org blackandblue black and blue
5: it's flu season in north georgia and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at riverside pharmacy nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu the pharmacists at riverside pharmacy in gainesville can help you too they can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years.
2: <clears throat> Fourth and final quarter here from North Hall. Holland. The Trojans got a long way to go.
5: Yep, got
3: out, got a score 12 just to tie it up here, Mike. Just starting 44-32, Lady Bears with a the basketball, and they're going to take their time. Kirsch way out front on the right wing, gives it off to Cook. Cook back over to, to Claire Carlson for three. She missed it. No good. Rebounding by Cook way out front to Carlson. And she's going to get fouled as she shot a three. Genesis Satterfield goes up to try and block it. And with the hands moving forward, she came right across her hands and knocked her hands down, missed the three-point, but now she's going to shoot three shots from the free-throw line. One
2: thing the Bluffs don't today this time ball, because they have played steady, Joe.
3: hmm they have first from by Carlson is no good. That I can't do the hat trick now on the three free throws as they call it. Second one's up. Good. 45-32. We can stretch it back out to 14 if they hit this next one. The third one by Carlson's up and good. Nothing but the bottom. It's 46-32. With 7-39 in the game. Back over to Athena right here, bringing it across midcourt. She's triple teamed. They throw it way up high. Bowen gets it to Satterfield. Satterfield goes up, gets a left. Good. If they triple teaming, can get it open down there and get an easy shot. But as we've said, they still got to play some defense to get the ball back and get some stops on the scene. Cherokee Bluff going left to right here in this half. North Hall just the opposite, right to left. Emma Reynolds far side gets it up to Caitlin Cook, top of the key between the circles. Guarded by Goss. Cook waiting to run the offense, and she does with 17. Goss, she beat her lady. She goes all the way in and gets the right-handed layup over Athenavoxavano. 48-34. 14 points. Knocked away right here by Carson DeMars. One-handed pass and tried to get it to Bowen, but DeMars stepped in front and knocked it out of bounds. Martha V is going to come in the game for Zaragoza. The legend who's no longer on the floor, my buddy Steve Hood over here to my left, just walks in the, in the house tonight. Good to see, Stevie. Athena Voxovanos in the corner. Gets it back out to Carly. Carly Bowen far side to Braylon McCall after Carly. Carly way out front. Backs over to Braylon. Braylon comes to Athena. with 11 on the shot clock. Athena, no answer out there. They're trying to get somebody to move. Martha didn't too late. Braylon's going to have to shoot a long three. In and out, no good. Athena gets the rebound. She's going to try to spin. Goes in with the left hand. No good. Rebounded by Genesis. Genesis throws it off. A purple hand. No. Went off. And Genesis, she throws it right out of bounds. And Hallie Wilson will now come back into the game.
2: A North afford 40, what we call empty possessions, but they're doing it right now.
3: They are, uh, yeah, they got to have some possessions. And I tell you, the defense right now playing so far out on That's tough on them. Caitlin Cook. Takes it, shoots about an eight-footer, no good. Rebounded. Hallie Wilson in there and gets the cleanup duty, no good. Hallie gets her second rebound, good. She knocks the second one down and gets fouled. Fouls on Carly Bowen, that'll be her third. 16-point advantage, largest of the night for the Lady Bears. Zara Goss will come back in the game. She'll come in for Martha.
2: And that was two valuable backs by Wilson. Oh, yeah.
3: As she went up, she has that height in there, and she just, uh, no way to defend it. You can't defend height and speed, can you, Mike? No. 6.04. Free throw is up by Hallie. No good. Rebound tipped out, tipped out, tipped out. Carly Bowen gets it way outside. Carly trying to rush it up. She does. Wow, Bristol Kirsch is all over defensively, and then a foul committed as Carly turns away. Fouls on Bristol Kirsch. And it'll be out of bounds for North Hall on the far side. First team foul in this quarter by Cherokee Bluff. <coughs> Excuse me, Carly Bowen has it on the far side, on the right wing, way out high. Tries to step through, and she gets fouled by Bristol. Curse two in a row. Bristol plays very physical, and I think playing against brother out in the, in the parking lot or at home in the driveway makes a, a difference right there. Mike, what do you think?
2: A good point, John. That's a good matchup, you know. So Boston can do for Boston,
3: her. Boston and Bristol, Bristol. Mobile has played very aggressive because brother. Braylon McCall deep for a three. No good. Way long. Rebounded back to DeMars. DeMars to Cook. Brings it up the right side. Carson DeMars. Or excuse me, Caitlin Cook takes it in the middle. nibbles it off a North Hall player. Tries to pick it up. On the floor is Zara Goss. Going to be a hell ball between Zara and Caitlin Cook. It'll be North Hall's basketball. 5'36 and a quarter. Braylon McCall gives it to Athena in the back court. Athena over the top to Genesis. Gives it to Carly. Carly's going to stop. She'll shoot a three. Oh, in and out. Hallie Wilson there trying to corral it. Stolen by Athena with the left hand. Good. Taken right away. That's one thing Hallie will have to leave. Same same thing, brings it down in front. You got stolen. And we got a walking violation on Cherokee Bluff will be North Hall's basketball. And we've got a full timeout by North Hall.
2: And we're back in one minute for North Hall on 97.5 Glory FM.
6: Daniel. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770 297 seven53
5: Siphon Logistics commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com.
2: Coach Eric has one more timeout, Joe one for him.
3: Yeah, they've cut it to 14 with 518. They've got to make a little run right here, Mike, to put a dent in this thing. And Cherokee Bluffs just to play the full game tonight. They get it into Genesis. She goes up. It's knocked away. And the carom comes off to Carson DeMars. DeMars gets it over on this side to Carlson. Carlson will trot it up into the front court. They're taking their time on offense, which they should. As long as they score on the offensive end, they should, shouldn't they? Carlson gets it out to Caitlin Cook, way outside. Left wing with 16 on the shot clock. And we got an illegal screen, and I think it's going to be on, yep, on Hallie Wilson.
2: Well, the one thing they have done, Joe, is move the basketball even in the half-court game.
3: Yep, they have. And they have done that. And what, with the height they've had in here with Jones and with Wilson, they've been able to get some second-chance baskets. Oh, that was on the sideline as Athena threw it down the bounce pass trying to get around down the defender. It hit the sideline trying to get it to Carly Bowen. 4.50 now. Left in regulation. Clara Carlson gets the, show, the pass back over from Audrey Graham. Carlson with the basketball on the left wing. Carlson. Another moving. What happens? She comes up. Wilson's come up to set it, and she's rolling off of it as the contact's being made. So she's not sa- leaving the pick long enough. So that's 2,000 roll on Hallie right there.
2: That's a very young mistake right there, everybody. Yep.
3: DeMar's out, and... Who came back in for her? That might have been Phillips. No, Phillip's in mean.
2: there. I did not hear.
3: Wilson came out, and Jones went in. Athena in the corner. She dribbles it off her foot. Bad night for Athena the box of honor. She's just having trouble with the defensive pressure they're putting on her for sure. 4.34 now left in regulation. Pretty good. Uh, we were talking earlier, Mike, what kind of crowd we have. The place is nearly full, actually. You probably got one section. If you cram everybody together, one section is empty. By that, but it's pretty pretty good sized crowd on both sides of the field, of the field off the court tonight. Step back from Carlson, knocks it down from three. Fifty-three. Is that is five for her, I think. That is five. She had three at the court at the half and two this half so far. McCall in a hurry brings it up. Cook fourth pressing her. Oh, and they're gonna say she stepped out of bounds, and she. Went, she, she almost beat Cook and forced her all the way to the sideline. And, and if you're a ball handler, you've got to know where the sideline is, and you got to bump your defensive man a little towards away a little away from the sideline so that you don't get in that trap right there. Good job by Cook, though. She forced her over there. curse in the corner to Jones. Jones over to Graham. Graham thought about a three. She's going to dribble inside, try and lay up, and she's fouled by Jenny Satterfield.
2: It's a clinic right now, but it, it really is. is.
3: It is. And I tell you what, Cassie Scott's got her ladies playing on all cylinders, doesn't she?
2: They're playing <laughs> smart basketball. Mm-hmm.
3: And notice how, you know, we've seen teams play speedy in the first half and slow in the second half. First free throw by Graham is good. And, and it's hurt them some this year. And tonight, it's benefited because they're still able to score in their half-court game. And as long as you can score in a half-court game, you can continue to play that way.
2: And you mentioned a rhythm three earlier. They've been playing in a rhythm the entire ball game. Yep.
3: 18-point lead now, biggest of the night for the Lady Bears. Off the rim, no good, rebounded by Zara Goss. Gives it over to Martha Voxavanos. Martha will dribble up, trying to get it in the front court. She steps through, gives it to Zara. Zara gets almost taken away from her. Gets it to Carly, threw it at Carly's feet. She has to grab it. Carly has it, steps over this side to Lauren, down to Sally Davidson. Sally back out to Lauren with 17. Lauren far side to Carly. Carly goes down, knocked out of bounds as a defense right there. Great pressure by Audrey Graham was able to get around and deflect it out of bounds for the Lady Bears. 12 on the shot clock, North Hall has it. Hemmer tosses it over the top to Davidson. Davidson with the left hand goes up. Oh, nice little shot by Sally Davidson right over the front of the rim by number 30. And then bring it up the court, 310 in the quarter. Bristol Kirsch has it on the left wing. Kirsch guarded by Voxavano's Martha. Oh, she beats Martha, goes to the basket, throws it up, no good, rebounded by Goss. Goss looks over here to this side, gets it to Hemmer. Hemmer dribbles up in front of a couple. It was three on two for a minute, now it's five on five again. Martha V in front, court, 27 on the clock. Hallie Wilson getting ready to come back in. Good defensive pressure out front by Caitlin Cook, Lauren Hemmer. Tries to throw it over the top, and it's going to be knocked away. Guess who picked it up? Bristol Kirsch. Actually, Cook got it, gave it to Kirsch. Kirsch gives it to Carlson for three, no good. Rebounded to Kirsch again. Kirsch will two to three. No, nothing but net on that second chance. Three, 57, 38, 19-point advantage, largest of the night for the Lady Bears. 2.22 in the quarter. Throws it over the top, and it'll be, well, that was funny. Graham caught it, tried to throw it off a hammer, came right back to Graham. She caught it, gives it up to, Carlson, Carlson out front to Cook. Cook, about a six-footer, No, uh, didn't hit the rim, but there's a foul, and the foul I think is going to be on number 30, Sally Davidson.
2: How many times have you seen this situation, when things start going your way, it's just like you can do anything?
3: Mm -hmm. Exactly right. And Caitlin Cook at the line for two. First one is up and very short. Put that backspin on it and and didn't have a chance on that one. That didn't even make the rim buzzer hurt. That looked like a Joe Gaither free throw right there, Caitlin. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> that was Fla-
2: flashed back to our high school <laughs> exactly, days, okay? <laughs>
3: exactly. That was a Joe Gaither free throw. You're out of breath and shh, nothing, but, nothing but air. All right, Caitlin, make you proud right there. Second one's up, backspin. Nothing but net on that one, of course. 20-point lead now, largest of the evening for the Lady Bears as Caitlin Cook will finally come out. In Brooklyn Phillips comes in the game for her. 58-38 is your score here from... Lynn Cottrell Court here at North Hall High School. Two minutes exactly left on the clock. Hemmer trying to go over the top, boots that pressure defense. Bowen has it, gives it over to Martha V. That pressure defense comes way out front there. Might think picking up at midcourt. Carly Bowen has it stolen from behind by Bristol Kirsch. Bristol goes in a hurry. She's pushing it, pushing it, pulls up from 15, knocks it down off the back rim, and nothing but neds. It went through 60
2: you is, 38. You expect everything to go down. Yep. You really do.
3: Pulled a nice little jump shot. She was wide open from there. She threw it up, hit the rim, and went straight up and went in. Now we've got a timeout, but it's just all it is is a sub timeout. Abby Shepard will come in the game for Carly Bowen. And that's the only sub we got. Abby will come in now for Carly.
2: That's Coach Eric's last timeout.
3: Yep. And they're going to come to this end. Goss throws a BB right to Hallie Wilson, trying to get to Sally on the low block. Nice job by Hallie to step in front and steal it. Kirsch with the basketball. She beats Martha at the top. Throws it over to Hallie. Hallie goes up. Got it in one. Well, she, I tell you what, Mike, as a sophomore, uh-huh, <coughs> she's making some sophomore mistakes, but she's really looking good at times, too. So with some work over this next spring and summer, she's going to be a force inside next year for the Lady Bears. Wilson's free throw to make it a three-point play was no good. Rebound on the far side by Sally Davidson, who's just a junior. Shepard gets it up to Martha in the front court. Martha gets it over to this side to Lauren. Lauren Hemmer, far side to Shepard. Threw it way over at his head. And it will be Lady Bears basketball with 103. And now Coach Scott's going to sub everybody. You're going to have Peck, Laura Kate Peck come in the game. Nina Harbuck come in the game. Uh, Reagan Walker. I think Reagan Payne is in the game. And you'll have Hannah Fabich and Harley Smith from North Hall come in the game. i might be missing somebody. I'll try to get them here in just a second for the Bears. They bring it up in the front court. That's going to be Harbuck. Harbuck has it, gives it over to Nina Walker, uh, Reagan Walker, excuse me. Give it back to Peck, far side. This time Harbuck has it. Harbuck shot a two, no good. Rebound on the far side by Smith. Harley Smith gives it over to Shepard. Shepard dribbles up for 40 seconds. Shepard has it in the backcourt. Back over to Smith and try to get it down there to Emily Spears, who's in the game now for the Lady Trojans. Threw it off of a purple jersey hand. Catch it. Throws it in the front court. Eddie Shepard has it now. Down the far side to Spillers. Spillers. Tries to dribble past everybody, and it's going to be a hell ball between her and number 30, Reagan Payne, forced the hell ball. In the last 25 seconds, the Lady Bears will have it. They're up by a bunch, 24, 62, 38. It's been all Lady Bears from
2: the one quarter especially.
3: Mm-hmm. Illegal screen right there as number 12, I believe it was, Laura Kate Peck came up to set a screen, and she did it late and that'll be an offensive foul on or a, just a loose ball foul, if you will, on more Kate. North with the basketball. Shepard gets it over to this side to Smith. Smith, cross court to Spillers. Spillers on the far side with six. They might have a trouble getting a shot off with of four, three to Fabich. Fabich thought about it, dribbles in. She's going to take. Nope, they won't get a shot off. That'll be your final, 62-38. The Lady Bears with a win
2: impressive win for the lady bears coming up next we'll recap the girls game figure it ready for the boys ball game with cherokee bluff and north Hollow. on 97.5 glory
7: fm this is representative lee hawkins you're represented to the state legislature i want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season your team is very important to the success of our community and i look forward to seeing you play this year to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins.
5: The landscape of North Georgia continues to change. And when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the Hall and surrounding counties for 25 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's homes, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online
8: to McCallProperties.com. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819.
5: Chick-fil-A is a proud sponsor of Hall County Athletics and the great student athletes that compete on the fields, courts, tracks, and mats. Chick-fil-A was introduced into Hall County way back in 1987 at Lakeshore Mall. Throughout the years, they've been blessed to develop countless relationships with the schools here in Hall County. They're thanking everyone for their support of Chick-fil-A, which allows them to help support our schools, coaches, and student athletes. In Gainesville, you'll find Chick-fil-A on Jesse Jewell Parkway. Eat more chicken.
2: Game one of our doubleheader is over with Cherokee Bluff with a very impressive 62-38 victory. Over North Hall, they improved to 12-2 overall of the season, four and 0 in sub-region play. While North Hall drops to ten and five overall of the season. Their second loss in sub-region play. They lost that game in December to Chester. And then this one and almost the exact you know, way it comes a to point total. The loss to the War Eagles is a 30-point loss, this one by 24. But Cassie Scott's got her ladies from Cherokee Bluff playing very good basketball. Now the schedule, North Hall is off on Friday. Their next games will be on Tuesday of next week. They'll be at East Forsyth in the back here at home a week from Friday and a broadcast here on 97.5 Glory FM against East Hall. While the Bears are at home on Friday, as they'll go up against North Oconee in a crossover game from the east to the west, north, south, however you want to say it, and they're on the road next Tuesday and Friday. We'll have them next Tuesday. They're at Chesapeake. That should be a very fun girls' matchup mm-hmm. to see Chesity take on Cherokee Bluff to the back on the road coming up next Friday. And, Joe, i tell you what, again, I love fundamentals, and they're doing a good yep. job with their bluff.
3: Well, you know, you mentioned that matchup next Tuesday. Uh, and I think that those two games against North Oconee, the crossover games, Cherokee Bluff's got a really good chance to win both of those, even though they're playing on the road. That, that's going to be a tough matchup for them. North Carolina boys are really good. Right now, Coach Travis has got his boys playing well. And Coach Scott obviously has the girls playing very well right now. So, that could be a, a really good matchup between those, those two four teams next week. How yeah, about totals? For, for uh, North Hall, not very good tonight. Lauren Hemmer had two. Uh, Sally Davidson had four. Uh, Jim Satterfield had eight. At, Athena Voxovano only had seven tonight. Leading scorer was Zara Goss. She had 11. On the evening, Mike. And then on the other side of the coin, you had Carson DeMars had four, Audrey Graham had one, Emma Reynolds had two, Emory Jones had four, Caitlin Cook had six, Bristol Kirsch had 18, nine in both halves, and the leading scorer tonight, Claire Carlson, wound up with 23 and five three pointers.
2: And again, impressive the way they were able oh, yeah. to go inside and out and love what more than anything how they were able to move the basketball mm-hmm. and move just their bodies defensively and just shut Northall down. Well,
3: in the first half, you know, the, the defense was the story by all means by the um, Lady Bears there in the first half. They played lights out defense against North Hall, held them to uh, 17 points, seven in the first quarter, trend in the second quarter and uh, went on that run there in the first quarter, scored 18s, 18-7 to seven after 1, 31-17 at the break. And uh, they just played really, really tough, hard-nosed defense. They did all night, but that first half especially, North Hall really couldn't figure it out and therefore really hurt them. They couldn't score any, and Athena was held to three points, which is probably a season-low halftime points total for her. Uh, only had seven on the night, and uh, tough night shooting for them. Tough night, turnovers were not good. Uh, really, one thing that I noticed about uh, – Cherokee Bluffs girls defense, Mike, is they force you into a lot of mistakes. And what I mean by that is normally where you might step through and make a pass. They weren't even allowing that night because they were double and triple teaming out here on the wings or at the top of the key. And when you press the deep when you press the offense further and further away from the basket and nobody can get open, it's going to be awfully tough for your offense all night.
2: That's what you got to move away from the basketball. Yeah, that's you know? exactly
3: right. You gotta move, you gotta move, you gotta move. Somebody's gotta step up and say, Oh, she's trapped and go get it. Got to go get the ball for sure, and that didn't happen tonight. Unfortunately for the Lady Trojans, they just had a had a tough night. Ho oh, it, you know. The thing is, is the, the Lady Bears really were. I don't think that they were out of sync offensively all night because they ran it in the first half, then they slowed it down in the second half, and were still scoring. And like I said there in the broadcast, if they're still scoring, even slowing down on the offense, uh-huh. keep doing it. There's no reason to hurt, no reason to change it if you if you're still scoring on that. Uh, whether you slow it down or run it.
2: Look at the number of girls who scored for the Bears. That's what's impressive, too, in my mind.
3: One, two, three, four, five, six, seven girls scored tonight. Now, at the end, you had, you know, um, one, two, three, four, five five more plays. So, you had 12 that played tonight or uh, 11 that played tonight. You know, and that speaks well for the future. You know, they've got four sophomores, three freshmen. Um, And even though uh, Hallie Wilson didn't score tonight, she, uh, she contributed uh-huh. because she got in there and got some really good uh, put, uh, uh, off- offensive rebounds and just couldn't score, couldn't hit free throws. But, hey, she'll learn about that, that's for sure. And I was impressed with another freshman, uh, Emory Jones. Yes. She came in there, and, and she had two or three good moves towards the goals. Uh, Emory only scored four points tonight, but she looked good on offense.
2: But they kept going inside. Yeah. And, you know, I go back to David Douse again. That's what I'm going to say a lot, it seems like that kind of philosophy, and then you had it out there. You could compare Carlson to an Avery Jones, for example, or mm-hmm. Lexi Pierce out in North Georgia. Is that she was set every time she hit a three ball. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah, she gets set, and even she came off a screen. Lexi seemed like she was as soon. As she came off, boom, her feet were square with a basket. She was ready to shoot it, pop it, you know, and, and she was good at it.
2: And you got both Carlson out there and cursed. The job Brooklyn did this ball game, mm-hmm. it helps that everybody else and get everybody involved in the yeah, offense.
3: Yeah, well, Bristol Kirsch, you know, she she comes out there and she was able to handle the ball and take that pressure off of Demars and off of Caitlin Cook, really, off of uh, Claire Carlson tonight. Carlson got hot, you know, she had uh, what uh, 15 at the break uh-huh. with three threes. She went up with uh, five threes on the night. But Kirsch able to get, hit some threes and took the pressure off of her, handling the basketball there in the second half.
2: It puts well, pressure on North Hall, too, to do something, and they couldn't do it.
3: Exactly. If you got to do something, now you got another person to worry about handling the basketball, oh. and you're not able to cover it up. Yep.
2: All right. Coming up next here on 97.5 Glory FM, it's a rematch of the semifinals of the Lanierland Tournament with the Lanierland Tournament champion Cherokee Blood Bears taking on the North Trojans. Between games here, we'll talk – to one of the experts from NGPG Ortho and Sports Best, and then we get ready for game number two on 97.5 Glory FM.
4: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable.
0: To learn more, you may visit NGPG.org slash black and blue. Welcome back to
2: 97.5 Glory FM. We're talking now with one of the surgeons from the Northeast Georgia Physicians Group. We're talking with Dr. Chad Muxlow of sports and orthopedic medicine there at NGPG. Dr. Muxlow, thanks for being with us here. Tell us a little about, about yourself, sir.
10: Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for having me. Um, so, yes, I'm... Uh, orthopedic sports medicine surgeon uh, with NGPG orthopedics and sports medicine. And um, so mainly I focus on, uh, you know, injuries that involve uh, tendons, ligaments, and uh, and uh, certainly some, some bones as well. So I uh, take care of a lot of athletes and then just a lot of, you know, uh, repetitive use type injuries in, in uh, patients. You know, typically we see those just from a lot of years of work and repetitive use and, and those sorts of things.
2: Raza, tell me about your background, sir, in sports medicine.
10: Sure. So uh, I went to um, medical school at Michigan State University and uh, then uh, did my residency and uh, did a one-year fellowship after five years of residency, did a one-year fellowship in uh, arth- arthroscopy and sports medicine. So, um, you know, just growing up playing sports, um, when I was kind of thinking about what I wanted to do, you know, for a job in in the future when you, you know, grow up, I was like, well, I still want to be a part of uh, sports in some way. So um, kind of my background of uh, just being mechanical in nature, being like to uh, fix things and, and uh, make things better. And then, you know, the care for patients, it was just kind of a good mix. So that way I was able to kind of stay involved with sports and, uh, you know, help athletes like uh, if you've been through injuries as a young athlete, you know, that can uh, be a big uh Thing in your life to have to go through, and uh, having suffered an injury like that myself, and gone through it, uh, I thought that'd be a great way to be able to kind of uh, still stay involved and help uh, athletes as they move forward um, with their injuries as well.
2: Now, on a daily basis, you see a lot of sports injuries. What are the most common things that you're seeing now?
10: So, we see a lot of knee injuries, uh, especially in uh, in sports. So, we'll see, you know, ACL injuries, which is one of the main ligaments in the center of the knee kind of stabilizes the knee. That's a pretty common injury uh, in basketball and football and uh, uh, other sports as well, but that's one of the ones we see uh, a little more often. We also see meniscus injuries, which are injuries to the cartilage cushion between the joint and the knee. Um, again, kind of a, a twisting motion or mechanism. A lot of times um, with, you know, cutting and twisting type sports, you know, over we're, making sudden stops and and quick moves, um, we can occasionally catch that tissue and cause a tear in that as well. And then probably the the next thing beyond that would be shoulders. Um, That's probably the next common injury that we'll see. So especially with um, you know contact sports, football, uh, we'll see some shoulder dislocations. um, And uh, when that shoulder dislocates, it can do some damage to the structures inside the shoulder that uh, then we have to get uh, put back together so we can get back out on the field and playing again.
2: We're talking with Doctor Chad Muxlow, one of the surgeons at NGPG ortho and sports medicine. So tell me about just the say the layman who's out there working or maybe you know, a weekend athlete, that kind of thing, when you know, they're having injuries that they say, okay, do I go here or go there? How do they know to come to NGPG?
10: Yeah, if it's uh you know, if it's an injury involving like your you know, any type of a joint or muscle, that sort of thing, those kind of aches and pains, you know, if they're just not getting better, seem to be getting chronic, maybe getting a little bit worse, uh, that's probably a good time when we want to start thinking about having that checked out. Some of these things, you know, perpetually get worse over time, and uh, sometimes it's better to know about it a little sooner rather than later um, so we don't have more damage that occurs. You know, certainly, you know, uh, a little strain or something you might suffer over the weekend, um, you know, give it a couple days, uh, use a little ice and some, you know, over-the-counter Tylenol or something like that, if, if that's appropriate for you, um, just see if it'll feel a little better. If it kind of continues to linger, uh, then probably a good idea to, to get it checked out. And, um, you know, uh, we can kind of make a plan from there. Hopefully nothing major. Most things aren't. But, um, you know, we don't want to kind of neglect the things that can get worse and, and cause trouble down the road.